There was nothing else at all in the whole world but football. Long time no see. Simon here from the Triple F. Um, apologies that it's been so long since the last time uh, that I've actually delivered or produced any content. It's um, yeah, it's just been such a long time because I've just been quite busy. Um, I've kind of fancied a bit of a break. I mean, we gave so much content over the Euros, so um, possibly a little bit pooped out from that. So I thought it was quite fitting for myself to just have a little bit of a stand back and we didn't have too much football during that period of time that I haven't delivered anything and um, mostly sort of friendlies and whatnot and now the Premier League is back up and away we've had a few other leagues that are kick-started already I think the Bundesliga Zwei that had already upstarted and um, St Pauli have got off to a flying start um, so yeah things are looking great I say St Pauli have got off to, off to a flying start um, that was when I checked the score line at about 88 minutes. Let me just check the score line now. Because um, when I checked it at 88 minutes, St. Pauli were 3 2 up and, and it's finished 3 2. So that was the St. Pauli Hamburg, the Hamburger Derby. And St. Pauli have won that 3 2. So that's fantastic news for St. Pauli. I know there's quite a few of you that listen, and obviously Mike, who have had on the show many a time. He will be absolutely over the moon with that. So congratulations to all of you. Um, so, yeah, uh, hopefully going to be back with a bit of a bang. Hopefully I'm going to be able to give you a lot more content than I um, have been in the past. Going to give you some sort of different content as well. Um, so what we gave you over the Euros was the sort of predictions and reaction videos. We're going to be pre doing pretty much the same thing, um, but obviously not just for one competition like the Euros. We're going to be doing it for all competitions and pretty much sort of selecting games at random. So, um, however, it's not that random that the game that I'm going to be selecting tonight, as I'm a massive Arsenal fan, I'm obviously going to be selecting Arsenal's first game of the season. And we are going to be playing Brentford away. So my prediction, um, before I saw the lineup, I was going to go with a bit more of a negative prediction. I did think Brentford were going to actually win this one. However, now that I've seen the lineup, um, I'm very excited by our front three. Um, you can argue that that front three has been decided because uh, Lacazette and Aubameyang are out ill, which is another story in itself. I'm not entirely sure if that's sort of to do with the transfers, um, if it's sort of transfer related, if there's something a bit more than them just being ill. Perhaps there is, but anyway, that's a, that's another discussion. But whether this has been because of that or it's been because of um, Arteta making that decision to do I don't care. At the end of the day, I'm just extremely excited to see uh, Martinelli, Balogun, and um, Pepe up front. I think there's there's a lot of pace, there's a lot of um, power in that front three, and I think it's going to be fantastic to see. And it's just, I'm really excited to just see Balogun play, to be honest. I haven't seen too much of him. There's a lot of promise, there's a lot of hype about this young kid, and I really, really hope he delivers tonight. I hope this isn't going to be too much sort of pressure on him, and I'm really hoping that he's able to, to show us what he's made of. Um, Knowing and from what I've heard uh, a lot about Balogun and from what I've um, sort of just sensed from how he is as a player and the type of player he is, 
and the type of promise that he can deliver. Um, he's quite a cool-headed character, so I think he can ha handle this. Um, if he doesn't have the greatest start tonight, I hope that you know Arteta doesn't then think, you know, oh, I'm not too sure about this kid, and he sort of loses interest in him. But um, I think you know if you give this guy a chance like tonight, I believe he's, he's going to take it. So I'm really, really excited to see what he's going to deliver tonight. I'm really excited to see what he can do. And it's, um, yeah, that's kind of informed my decision a bit more positively. And I think I'm going to go for a, a two all. I know it sounds like I'm after I've just said, I'm going to go positive with it. Uh, and I'm still going with a draw. However, before that, I was, I was actually going to say Brentford, we're going to win this two one. So, I'm sort of edging towards Arsenal, giving a bit more of a show in, uh, and I'm going to go for two all. I'm also excited to see what Ben White's going to do on his Arsenal debut. Um, I think he's going to be a great, great defender for Arsenal. Um, however, I just think with Marie uh, playing alongside him, Marie's he's a decent defender, but I think he's still sort of not fully up to Premier League pace, and that's what kind of worries me. I think with the likes of Ivan Tony, and I think there's... Um, Brentford like to play with a lot of pace out on the wings. I'm worried that that's going to cause Murray uh, a lot of trouble. So we'll see on that front. But um, I'm also, I, I keep saying I'm also excited. Um, I'm, I am very excited about Sammy Lukonga as well. He, to me, seems to be somebody that's really gone under the radar. And I think he's somebody that's going to surprise a lot of people. I think a lot of Arsenal fans, from what they've seen in training, um, and from what they've seen in friendlies, I'm not going to be that surprised because they've seen a player that's done really well um, in those occasions. But I think he's going to surprise a lot of other people, a lot of other fans, a lot of the neutrals who are going to see Samuel Lukonga for the first time and say, who the hell is this kid? Where the hell did he come from? So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do as well. I'm also excited to see what Brentford can do tonight as well, because I think they play with a lot of excitement. They play with a lot of energy and verve. Um, obviously, they didn't win the championship, but they sort of went up in the playoffs, uh, winning the playoffs. So they, they could be that kind of team that causes a bit of an upset here and there. So um, as an Arsenal fan, I don't really want to see too much of an upset tonight, but I wouldn't be that disappointed um, as long as Brentford played well and it wasn't just a sort of hit and run or, you know, they sort of parked the bus and they sort of smashed and grabbed. So let's see. But yeah, I just think with the way that Arsenal have kind of left their transfer business so late and we haven't looked too great in our friendlies and our sort of build up to the, the Premier League and we just don't look completely ready. To me, this appears to be an Arsenal setup that Mikel Arteta doesn't exactly want right now. There's a lot of the look of this team that Mikel Arteta, in my sense, um, I believe Mikel Arteta doesn't want this team to look exactly as it does at the moment. I still think there's one or two components of this team that he wants to majorly tinker with. So I just think Brentford are going to cause a bit of an upset. Um, and I can see us going a goal down, perhaps even two down. But hopefully with the sort of firepower that we've got and with that exciting front three that I talked about, I think we should be able to um, to, to sort of remain in this game. Um, so, yeah, it's I'm excited that Premier League football is back. 
I'm excited that all football is going to be coming back as well. And I'm hoping to be giving you a bit more prediction and reaction shows to, to football all over the world, like I um, promised at the start of this. So, yeah, I'll be back for the reaction video. I hope you all enjoy these videos uh, and you're going to be getting a lot more of these as well. So I'm also hoping that Arsenal are going to sort of upset myself in a sense that, you know, we were able to um, to actually get a win on this one. But I'm still just going to sort of err on the side of caution and I'm going to go with that 2-2, like I said. Uh, but yeah, hope it, hopefully it's just going to be a good game. Hopefully you all are going to enjoy it. And yeah, hope you're all well. Thanks again for listening, guys. Take care and bye-bye now. Well, I guess you can say that I got one part of the prediction correct. And that, that was Brentford to score two goals. And I just didn't predict that Arsenal were going to be so blunt in attacking just being able to score a goal um, it was a strange game um, I think Arsenal just didn't turn up at all in the first half and then allowing that goal to go in from Callum Chambers I think the, the, the fault has to pretty much fall at his feet he just didn't get tight enough to Canos uh, and he just allowed that shot to just go through his legs and then um, you could kind of argue that Leno shouldn't let a goal go in um, from his near post. But, I mean, he was hit with such pace and such venom that um, there wasn't a lot that really he could do. But, yeah, like I said, I just think the fault mostly falls at Chambers for that. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was just sloppy defending. Obviously, sloppy defending again in the second half. Terrible defending. I mean, you could argue that the Chambers... Um, mistake was poor but I mean my goodness that mistake for just to allow a throw in and I think it bounced as well just to allow a throw in to bounce in the box um, for uh, uh, Nordegaard I think it was for Brentford and for him to score that goal and that header oh, it was just terrible terrible defending um, and I think I think Chambers was again at fault for that, and perhaps Ben White as well. But um, that was just terrible. And it was annoying as well. It was just so frustrating because I think in that second half, especially the first half an hour period, I really thought we were uh, gaining momentum. I thought we had the lion's share of the momentum in that um, period, and it just looked like we were really knocking on the door. And we've seen it so many times with Arsenal where they appear to be banging on the door and it appears that that goal is going to go in and just at the moment when the commentator says oh, I'm sure it's not going to be long before Arsenal score we go and shoot ourselves in the foot and uh, concede a goal so it's typical typical Arsenal um, and it's it's just so frustrating I really hope now this should be the eye opener I mean we've had so many eye openers you could argue that we you know it should be taking stock from our performances for god knows how many years that we need to be investing but now kse they need we are pretty much the the lowest that we've ever been under their ownership and now is the time for them to invest and um, we've seen it all throughout this transfer window that they've needed to invest but we need to invest now and why have you left it so long to do this it's really really just so frustrating and I just don't understand why we are where we are. Um, well, I do understand it. It's because of the Cronkies and the way that they've just allowed us to 
to get to this level of mediocrity which we see ourselves in right now. But um, I think now is the time. They can turn things around now by investing. It looks like Odegaard is perhaps on his way, but we need so much more. We need at least four starters. I'd say at least three starters if we're really um, going to have to stretch for things. But it... I mean, there have been so many occasions where I've just sort of said to myself, we need to just relax on this. They're going to invest. There's no point getting carried away. But now it's getting to a point where I just think the ownership is... We're, we're almost beyond reprieve of it now. We just... We can't turn from this now unless the investment comes. And I've always said... I, I'm, for this transfer window and for every transfer window, I said we need to then just be patient and judge it at the end of the window rather than judging it halfway through like a lot of Arsenal fans are. And yes, we should have made these these transfers uh, a lot sooner. We should have made these changes a lot sooner, a lot earlier than the start of the, the Premier League window, uh, the Premier League season, sorry. But you could kind of argue that perhaps that's happened because, you know, um, the selling clubs have just been really hard to work with. Um, but again, if you're in finishing in eighth position and you're doing as poorly as Arsenal are, and we're not living up to the status of what Arsenal are as a club, we're not in a point now to um, negotiate with, you know, sort of minor details. We need to just lay the fucking money on the table. And I just don't understand why we're not doing that. We need to do it now. And there's no messing around. But now I'm really on the edge of just tearing my hair out with the Cronkies. Like I said, I've been quite patient with it. Uh, and I've allowed, you know, things to just develop before sort of materialising my opinion. But my opinion now is very much on the edge. And if we don't make the transfers that we need to make at the end of this transfer window, it ends up just being that, Odegaard, Odegaard has been brought in with Ben White and Tavares and uh, Lokonga. It's, that's just not enough. We've been promised, you know, all of um, towards the end of last season, we were promised all the time that we were going to see the squad overhaul. I'm sorry, but four, perhaps five players um, and then not much sort of going out. Joe Willock just going out and then David Luiz going out of his contract and so on. That's just, that's not squad overhaul. That is just not enough. Yeah. Anyway, rant over. Um, Brentford made a good showing of themselves. Um, I didn't take too kindly to um, the fans. Uh, and, and, you know, when I sort of judge opposition fans, I, I prefer it when fans are just, you know, cheering their team on and not focusing so much on the opposition. It happens so often with um, teams like this. And Brentford needs to be careful. I mean, yeah, OK, you had a good win for your first game. But you're not. it's not going to be this easy for you every game. Um, and you. I think you're going to struggle. Um, so consider it's very much a possibility that you could just be a fart in the wind. Don't come into this league thinking you're all that. Um, and, you know, shouting at Arsenal and saying how we're poor. How about you just concentrate on giving the support to Brentford? How about you just focus on that instead of focusing on the opposition? I know I might be going over the top because, um, 
that's just football banter happens in football but I prefer it I mean Newcastle United for me are a prime example every time we play Newcastle United there isn't that much banter coming from them they're their support is mainly for the team of Newcastle United. And I really, really appreciate that. So, yeah, it's that's just my opinion. Uh, you might call me an idiot for thinking it, but, yeah, I just don't appreciate it when football fans do that. Um, it's just, just the way I feel about it. But anyway, it was a good showing from Brentford. Um, they showed a lot of energy and impact like I predicted. Um, it was just a shame that Arsenal just didn't turn up and give them much of a game. Anyway, uh, on to the next one. I'm not sure when, what game I'm going to be covering next, but I'm hoping it's going to be a bit more of a, a competition than the one that I just covered now. But um, yeah, anyway, hope you guys enjoy. Thanks again for listening and take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Triple F. If you could please drop a like on our Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter, that would be massively appreciated. Hope you're all keeping safe and thanks again for listening to The Triple F.